I came to work. I had the the cast on up to my forearm because I broke the first two knuckles in my hand. And I'm sitting in a meeting with one of like the heads of the school district that I was in. And she asked me, what happened to your hands? I broke it. She's like, how? Broke it in a fight. So she's she's so mean? thrown she's, off <laughs> what do you mean are you fighting people in a club or in a bar oh, yeah. said no 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 it's nothing like that i do mma and she, you mean like that cage fighting stuff <laughs> christian what's wrong with you don't you have three kids so yeah but it's something to do, <laughs> something to do. and like one of my friends now is a professional fighter and he went to train in Florida with a bunch of dudes that are in the UFC and some other organizations. And he was like, mm, you should come with me. Like, like my wife was really on board. Like I was going to go down there for, to do a fight count. And he's, I think that you would really, like if you decided that you wanted to be a professional fighter, if you committed to it, you could do it. I was so close. It was so close. We were trying to figure out, all right, I'll leave my job. You're still working here. And I work like overnight in a warehouse and do like a part-time job. We could maybe make it work. But yeah, that's not it's not really wow. I fought I did fight one more time. What once my hand healed, and like my last fight, I was cool. Uh I won my knockout. Um hit the guy, caught him with a liver kick. And just, Thing, so yeah. Dang. Are we? Do you, we are recording, but yeah. I mean, do we want to check the audience? Guys, welcome into the Get Body Podcast. <laughs> this is right. your host, Charcross, aka your boy Cher. And as always, I got my beautiful, incredible, lovely Luda. Do you have anything to add description wise? Mustachioed. Mustachio. I lose got a little mustache. Mustachio. Mustachio. These are my co-hosts, uh, Dr. Luke. Hi everyone. I stole your credit card information. <laughs> better check your. Uh, better go to uh, creditscore.com. And then we have the David Dutton, the Jungle Cat himself. Um, yeah. I really want you guys to get a soundboard. That's what I, I meant to. I meant to say that one day. Yeah, like get like a add, little add, drop. Add the little sound fix for the drops. Yes. That'd okay. be... So, you get your kids to record your jungle cat cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's in season three. That is season we three. We can do it. We can, season can, three. We can mix it. New tech. Um, audience, we have uh, Christian Rossi on the podcast. Not to be confused with the previous Ross... Yeah, you're the, the older better, brother. I'm the better. No, actually, younger. <laughs> better, better looking. Younger. He is younger than her. She's pissed. The better Ross. The younger, better Ross. The younger, better Ross. Oh. <laughs> Coming in hot. Oh. Socks on. Alicia's going to slap you. <laughs> Boom, let's go. Sock game. Um, David, do we have any public service announcements? Um, Christmas is over. Christmas is over. It happened already. Um, what's the, what's after Christmas? <laughs> yeah, that's a PSA. Oh. Some people might not know that Hanukkah just Hanukkah just wrapped. Yeah, Hanukkah wrapped. It was good. It was a good Hanukkah year. <laughs> We're in the Kwanzaa now. Yep, I thought that was yesterday. Kwanzaa seven days. Oh, 
Don't yeah. look just because I'm black. Don't look for me to get it. <laughs> You're the one who said Kwanzaa seven days. It is. It you is. did. I see, thought it was only one. No. You did seem very no. no yeah, you did. I am not. I'm sorry. It has nothing to do with your race. It has everything to do with the fact that you. Because I brought it up. You said it. Um, I think that's pretty much it as far as public service announcements. Yeah. Okay. Now we um, can get back to the juicy stuff. Yeah, so the juicy stuff. Let's get back to you fighting people. <laughs> yes. Christian was telling us about how he was an MMA fighter for a little while. Yes, it was. Again, it was just one of the things. I saw it, like my wife and I, we would go to Buffalo Wild Wings and watch UFC cards. And so like, I remember the first time we went to go see a fight, it was Chad Mendez, Jose Aldo for the, the 145 belt. And it was, I think it was probably like one of the December end of the year cards. And I told her, like, I think I could do that. And it's like, okay. She didn't believe me. I was like, I'm pretty confident that I could do it. Well, that's where it started. She's like, nah, I don't no, think so. like, I'm a pretty <laughs> yeah. no, It's like getting punched in the face isn't as bad as you think it is. Bro, audience, check out the Patreon because David's gonna get punched <laughs> okay. in the face. No, 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 no. So, so true story. I was uh, was coaching wrestling, and yep. my wrestling coach was a professional MMA fighter. Yep. He's like, Dave, you should come train with us. Brad this Harris, awesome, right? Yeah, Brad Harris, right? He's cage fight, blah blah. blah. And I was like, dude, this is fun. So we started the chokeholds. So we we're like, man, I'm good at this. This is awesome. First day we did striking. Mm-hmm. I realized two things. One is that I have T Rex arms. And I'm just, I get, and I'm horrible at it. And I, I was like, no, I'm out. I quit. Like, I don't like getting punched in the face. Yeah, think about it. Like, what was the second thing? That was the second thing. I don't like getting punched in the face. Oh, I mean, T-Rex arms, don't like getting punched in the face. No, but wrestlers, in my opinion, make the best fighters. Like, other than boxers, because obviously there's punching involved in this. Yeah. But they talk about, like, every fight always starts on its feet. So... Obviously, we start with stand up, but once I take you to the ground, if I can't wrestle, if I can't grapple, you can just manhandle me. Mm-hmm. There was a kid that, um, the guy that owned our gym back home, his son was an all American Greco wrestler, yeah. like national champion, went to Russia and trained. He is at, I think he's at like Western Michigan now or something. We would go to the Olympic Training Center. He was 12 at the time, he was a middle schooler. He was 12 at the time. He was a big kid, though. And this is when I learned that there is a difference between, like, your average high school wrestler, maybe even lower-level collegiate wrestler, and, like, an actual All-American, regardless of whether they are a grown man or not. Kid K. You trying to be a 12-year-old? How old were you? <laughs> 23. Oh, God. <laughs> but he was, so, he... He did not, he didn't know any jujitsu and he didn't strike, but he would come in and help us with our grappling because, like I said, some of the guys are training. Like 12 year old? This is not your average 12 year old. Like, <laughs> wow. At, in middle school, Dave, he was like your size. Yeah. He was, like, he's walking around 5'8. I remember at one point, he was like 5'8, 215 in high school. Golly. So we're fooling around. He picks me up. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, well. <laughs> I'm going for a ride. <laughs> it just ah, it just drops me. He's like, well, it's nothing I can do. I'm gonna try to get up from here. And they're like, Tommy, use your wrestling. Christian, use your jujitsu. 
this is still me a year and a half into this. I only have limited techniques. No, it's nothing you can do against like that type of hip pressure. It was just really embarrassing. But, you know, got beat up by a 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> 12-year but then like one of the guys that he would train with during the day when he wasn't in school was an All-American that wrestled at the University of Illinois. And yeah. You just see them. Dude's a grown man. Got this middle school kid. And they're just going at it. Yeah. So... Mm. Oh, yeah. You still got beat up by a twelve year old. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great resume, like you know, point right there to have. There was I was I was small in high school though, so like there was like you start getting up in those weight classes. Like I still look like a little kid because like, but the the bigger kid, they were men. Like you like you walk into some of these tournaments and be like, Dude, this guy's not. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna need to see a birth It's like wow, what was, yeah. what was it? Uh, what's the movie? Was, oh god, this is the bench warmers pulls out the birth certificate. I'm twelve. Uh, Albert Pujols is in the movie. I'm trying to remember. I can't. Oh my god! I'm so disappointed. It probably well, came it's, out it's when I was a kid. It's, it's <laughs> definitely you. Probably definitely not able to see this at that time. Yeah, I don't know. I watched Super Bad when I was like 10 years old. No, so. I watched Super Bad when I was 20. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that checks out. That checks out. So, did you do MMA like right after you got done with? College ball. Yeah, so I graduated college in 2011, and it's like I needed something to do. Yeah. Like I would, like, at one point, I don't know why, like I was still chasing a dream. Of, um, of college football, right? <laughs> no, not even football. Like, at that point, um, like, college kind of, I was like, I was back, college football kind of made me not like football anymore. Hmm. I realized that, and I'm sure you'll talk to anybody that's ever played collegiate sports, there are definitely like levels to it, and you really have to be willing to make certain sacrifices and really just like genuinely love it. And when it became like a job in a sense, I didn't really have that same passion. And then, not to mention that, just knocked out my first kid still in college too. So I was trying to like juggle like real world responsibilities and things that I thought would just like be fun. So I kind of, I gave up football my junior year of college, but still would just like go out. I did intramurals, still would work out with guys that were on the football team. Uh, even tried out for a semi-pro football team at one point just to see like what would happen. Yeah. Uh, Is this XFL? No, CFL. Tried CFL. out for the Montreal Alouettes. Wow. That was a fun experience. Like my wife, the tryout was in North Carolina. It was me, my wife, and our one and a half year old at the time went down there for to Charlotte for a weekend. And I remember my wife complaining about it. She said that it felt like there was a hole in the ozone layer because it was just so hot out there on the field. Like she sat out there the entire day with our with our baby. It's like watching me not not be as good as like some of these dudes that just wrapped up to their college bowl season. But I was like, hey, at least I know she has my back or whatever I want to do. Um, so yeah, she sounds awesome. Like going to watch you know MMA fights and like no, that scared the shit out of her. Oh, okay. um, she had to. Yeah, that's got to for sure. No, she had to be like she had to be drunk to to go to the fights because like I said, she watched me break a hand in a fight. She saw me get knocked out once. Um, she also saw me almost like kick a dude's skull into the front row. Oh, which is, which is fun. But so imagine like being on the other side of that, like that fight, which is 
probably one of, I think it was like my second fight, which was one of my favorite fights. Um, we fought in Mississippi, um, and the amateur rules in Mississippi were a little bit different than Tennessee. They allowed elbows and knees to the face. So, cool. Things you don't get to train, but things you know, like, open up so many more different weapons. You also have to be afraid. Like, you also have to worry about being on the other end of those. Yeah. Like, I, I remember, like, catching the guy with the overhand right, and he wobbles. I go to clinch, and then I just, like, go to town with knees to the face. His face was, like, swollen, cut up eyeballs. Like, he needed stitches in his face after Dang. the fight. And my mother-in-law actually ran into someone that knew him and knew that I had fought him later on and mentioned that he was, like, in bad shape afterwards. Hold on. So, two things. Which, so your mother-in-law wasn't at the fight, but she had no, she ran into somebody that knew somebody knew the kid that I fought. When she told you that she had heard that you, this guy was in bad shape because you messed him up, did you feel kind of cool? I did. So obviously, not where I, I thought that was going. No, but okay, yeah, no, I didn't care right? because if that could have also been me, yeah, um, that's true. And I actually ended up fighting him because he fought a teammate of mine and unfortunately uh, it didn't go his way. Yeah. And so he thought, I was like, oh, I'm just going to run through everybody at this gym. And so there was like kind of a little back and forth. Where I was just like, what? So what were your kids thinking at this point? Because they were they were still young, right? So our oldest at the time, she was maybe, see, was when I first started out, she would have been six um, our middle kid, Jordan, she was two. Like, they didn't know anything about it. Um, and so, like, when I first started, we only had two kids. Um, this is a funny story. It's not going to be funny, especially thinking about, uh, like, the article you wrote about concussions. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the I was supposed to have my first fight around the same time our son was born in 2014. Is that is that the third one? Yeah. Yeah, I was supposed to have our first my first fight. I was so hype about it. I was like, cool, I've been training. They finally think I'm ready. Cool. Had like our last sparring session. And there's a guy that fights for um Glory Kickboxing. Um it's a big international kickboxing promotion. Uh he was training with us. We had a couple other guys in there. I'm not sure what happened. I just remember sparring and I remember taking like, you know, shot to the head, but just kind of finishing the the workout, finishing around. I don't remember anything else that happens after that. I just come to, and I'm sitting outside of the cage on a, on a medicine ball. And I have like people in my face. Hey, Christian, Christian, are you good? You good? I'm like, what's what's going on? (laughs) Why am I right here? Oh my they, god! They, you, they're like you just took your gloves off and came and sat down. <laughs> like we were still going, you just sat down. Like how long have I been sitting there? Like, a few minutes. So then, of course, they start to freak out because I'm just like I don't remember ever doing any of this stuff. So they start going through the whole concussion test, like you would in the NFL. You know, your name, address, just random stuff. This is when they really got nervous. Like, how many kids do you have? It's like two. Like, 
How many kids do you have? I'm like, two. Are you sure? Technically, I did only have two kids. Third was on the way. Third was still in the oven. Did not remember that my wife was due in two weeks. Forgot that we had a kid on the way. Dang. They started really freaking out. They luckily, where we were, they recognized somebody outside that was a doctor, had her come in. She's like, yeah, his pupils are dilating. He is in really bad shape. Can you, can somebody call like his wife, a parent, somebody to come up here? It's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just going to chill for a second. They're like, you are not fine. I was like, no, believe me. I'm just going to hang out here. Once we get, once everything calms down, I'll try to drive home. I did drive home. Oh, which is, oh no. Which is obviously not, you know, not what someone with a concussion to do. Wow. Well, um, my wife was not, not happy about this in the least. Oh, my goodness. And I did not have that fight in a couple of weeks, obviously. Because right? yeah. <laughs> that would just be irresponsible. That we, it's a UFC gym at Miami Dolphins. Wow. <laughs> the life of wow. Christian, the MMA Wait, fighter. I feel like, so... Let's do a lightning round of of where where'd you go to high school? Like where where'd you grow up? So I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, born and raised. Uh, really? So even if I say where I went to school, not too many people know unless you're from Memphis. Uh, I went to Kirby High School in East Memphis. Go go pink Cougars, squishy things. Cougars the Cougars. Oh uh, the Cougars, not like Kirby the. No, not like Kirby oh. the Nintendo. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so I'll, that's you guys didn't think about that. That wasn't the first no. thing that popped in your mind I when you heard Kirby. Pig squishy. Yeah, <laughs> I did too. I was like, do you guys talk about the mascot of your high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought this exact same thing. I'm pretty good with mascots, but not that good. <laughs> uh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, born and raised in Memphis, went to college, at, started out college, Carson Newman College, which is now actually Carson Newman University, because somehow if you get bigger and with program uh, offerings and your student population, you can become a university. So, oh. yeah, they have, they added some additional master's programs and doctoral programs. That's all it took. But it was a good for them. They were a D two school when I was there. Now I think they're a Division one AA. Uh, really fludged that one my freshman year. I was hmm. not not ready to to live on my own. <laughs> uh, I discovered that doesn't matter how well you do in class that if you don't show up there's a little byline that says you know you can fail a class for attendance only it was also a liberal arts school um and so we had some pass fail courses that were like religious studies based um and i just was like i'm not getting up to go to chapel at 8 a.m on a tuesday morning i'm not it was like a lot of other things that I could have done. Yeah. So that's just an F. That's ridiculous, too. I feel like pass fail courses just like set students up for failure. Like, you should tell me that this is going to ruin my GPA if I don't come. <laughs> like, okay, it's one thing to not give me credit, it's another thing to drop my GPA to, I think I had a 1 8 my freshman, like the first semester of my freshman year. Um, so yeah, I was almost ruined that. I was on academic probation. Technically should not have even been eligible to compete in track my second semester, but 
No. Nobody cared. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is what it is. Um, yeah, so ended up really like hating that experience. It was the school was incredibly small. Like I grew up in a big city. So I'm used to having options to like just go out, hang out with people. I didn't have a single person that I knew at that school. And <clears throat> blame my parents. Uh because I we went out we went up there for like a visit, but it was literally right before I was supposed to start football camp. And as soon as we stepped foot on campus, I realized that this is not the place that I was supposed to be. Mm. This is I don't feel comfortable here. Um, I felt like a fish out of water. Uh, and then also I was just like, God, there's only one Walmart here. Like my, there was not a single traffic light on campus. There were just That's stop crazy. signs. Like I think that school maybe had two, three thousand people at the time. And I, my high school, we had you know, almost two thousand kids. I know high schools in Memphis that have close to three thousand kids. So this is this is weird. It felt like being back in high school. Like even the class sizes. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I couldn't hide. Um, it was noticeable if I was absent, which obviously those those D's and F's are, are uh, speak to that. I know. So at the end of my freshman year, uh, I was like, I'm not, I'm not coming back. Uh, and I was looking at options. I originally was going to go to Ole Miss out of high school. I was going to go there and run track. I had some friends that I ran track with, uh, and that's where they were planning to go. I was like, all right, this seems like this seems like it'd be fun. So. I got accepted there. And there was at that point, that was the only school that I actually applied to. And I got in. So I was like, cool. And this was Ole Miss or Ole Miss. Okay. Yeah. I got in there and then my friends decided, we're gonna go to the military. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> so, body. Yeah, so, so yeah, so the, so they decided to go to the military and I don't want to go to a school. You know, out of one out of state tuition was gonna be ridiculous, even though this is weird. Ole Miss is barely 90 minutes from Memphis. Uh, I feel like in some states are really good about this. Like if you live in that tri-cities area, mm-hmm. you can get in-state tuition or a little bit of discount. It wasn't going to be the case for us. So I started looking at other options. Um, that's how actually I got that football scholarship. And I ended up getting a couple other offers, but it was, I kind of, I had already decided, you know, this is where I was going to go. This is the first school that gave me an offer. Their coach came to visit me in high school. I was like, oh. Felt really special. It's like, ah, oh, you made this trip to come see me. Little did I know I was gonna hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I actually was planning to go back. I thought about going back to Ole Miss. I reached out to the the track coach there, uh, and he and I had worked some things out. And I was planning to go there, but at the same time, my now wife and I we were like met or re met. She. She's Where'd origi- you guys meet? So she's originally from Ohio. She grew up in Troy, so outside of Dayton. She moved to Memphis her senior year of high school, my junior year. We were both on the track team. We did in high school. Yeah, we go Curtis. <laughs> we didn't actually know each other. I dated uh, dated a friend of hers. Dated a friend of hers in high school, um, and like we had some interactions, but that was really it. We bumped into each other during my freshman year. I was at a party in Knoxville. Johnson City is, or Jefferson City. Jeff, yeah, Jefferson City was like 45 minutes outside of Knoxville. 
I ended up going to a party with some guys on the football team and I knew some people and they were able to get me in because I was I'm 17. So I shouldn't have been at the invite party. Shouldn't, shouldn't have been at the invite party, but I was able to sneak in and just randomly saw her and another girl that I went to high school with. And she was like, oh my God, she's a Christian. You're so grown up now. These, these are her exact words. She's like, you're so grown up now. You're like a little man. <laughs> she's like, you know, like, she's like this, I can't believe you're the same Christian that went to high school with us. We exchanged numbers, but didn't actually like, hang out or anything. Uh, what What is your wife's name? Marquita. Okay. And you said she's younger than you? She's older than me. She's older than you. She's robbing the cradle. <laughs> cougar. Cougar. Ah, yep. Way to bring that one back. We were cougars. My wife is a cougar. Oh, yeah. yeah. My wife gets, the she cougars. Gets, she gets upset with that. She's she's like a year and some change older than me. But like, if you actually do the real math, it's only a couple months. But I'm just like, ah, no. Cougar. She's the, old, she's the oldest. My kids like to remind us, like when we talk about hierarchies in the house and doing things from the oldest to youngest, like, technically, mom's the oldest, <laughs> so we should listen to her and not you. <laughs> mom's really in charge because she's the real adult. <laughs> like, You're real. just a little man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the fake adult. I'm the, the fake house. adult. But uh, I remind them that the fake adult makes the most money. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, that's settles. Dang. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we started was like randomly hanging out. I did one of those Facebook things. I sent her a message on Facebook. I will slid into her DMs. Did it was uh, I reposted that one time on Facebook just to, just for shits and giggles. Oh, I need to go find it. Do not go find it. <laughs> we'll, ha- we'll have it one, of our, one of our one of our producers like, work on it. Do you re- think about? It, do you remember? how people were talking on MySpace and Facebook back in like 2007, 2006. Yeah, back we, when it was like... When we weren't spelling words out, we were replacing yeah. we were replacing things with the number eight. Everything yeah. was like WT, WT for what? <laughs> it, using, using, the at, uh, using the at sign for A's, it was, it was really bad. <laughs> the message that I sent my wife was incredibly crazy. <laughs> And I don't feel my like I like I'm not shocked that it took her so long to actually respond because I even, I screenshotted the whole conversation. She went a month before she actually responded to me again. What What are your kids' names? I know the middle one's Jordan. Yeah, Sakara. She's 14. She's our oldest. Jordan. Sakara. And then our youngest is Colin. Hey. Guys, you need to go find this uh, this not. Facebook post, okay? This Facebook Please. retweet. Sakara, you're, you're the phone. you're the eldest, okay? Now, luckily, she is not on social media. She uh, has she has a Snapchat. All right, Jordan, we know you you've got some stuff. Go go find it. If any of my kids were to dig up dirt on me on the internet, it would most likely be her yeah. or our son. He'd be the one that blackmailed blackmail me about this. the eight, the eight year old. Yeah, he'll get you. I'm gonna need a new switch. <laughs> Unless you want me to go ahead and post this, yeah. I have all your friends. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go tell my teacher that you said this, and it's gonna be an interesting conversation with you and the principal and her. <laughs> so, so you and your wife were like hanging out when you were making a school decision. Yeah. Yes, that's a if hanging out means having premarital sex. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just, yes. We, we, yeah. No, yeah, we no, we started 
So I really, I got a crush on her. I thought she was like, I thought she was cute in high school, but I also thought every other girl in high that gave me attention in high school was cute. So yeah, that know. checks out. Yeah, <laughs> so it was really difficult to decide who I wanted to date. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we just like randomly bumped into each other. Wait a couple months, decided to like reach out and see what's going on with her. I got lucky. She decided to give me the time of the day. Uh, I remember our first date. Uh, it was after all our track meets. We were supposed to. We were supposed to actually meet up earlier, but we got stuck in North Carolina. Um, coming back from Appalachian State, um, ended up getting back. It was like eleven o'clock at night. All our plans got shot. I was like, "Hey, do you still want to hang out?" She's like, "I mean, I guess." She's like, "I haven't eaten anything." Uh, so we had our first date at Waffle House. Yes. We had our first date at Waffle House. We stayed there till like one o'clock in the morning, just talking, hanging out. Waffle Super. House is pretty underrated. Waffle House is dope, especially if you go to one that, you, well, one, you have to know what you're getting when you go in there. Mm-hmm. You, Waffle House is not Roof Chris. And if you want it to be Roof Chris, then you should just not, you should go to Roof Chris. No. There is something about the hash browns with some onions. You know, you got to get a waffle. Of course. Like, it's uh, it's oh. in the name. Cheese eggs. Well, some people don't know that. I went with a few friends and they're like, you got pancakes here? I was like, no, it's a waffle yeah, house. You get, the, you get the giant plate and it's like this super thin waffle. Yeah. But it takes up like the entire diameter of the plate. You sop it up in syrup. Do you put it? You put any toppings on your waffle? No, I'm just a, like, I'm just a regular. I like... I'm all about my, chocolate chips. No, my my kids love it. I, I can't. It's, like if you throw too much like chocolate or I strawberry chocolate. cream on there, it starts to hurt my teeth. Then <laughs> oh. that's the what, what, that's the what'd you say? The the grouchy? The, the, the crotchety yeah, man crotchety. Me, or as my daughter likes to say, peepaw. Peepaw. Peepaw's out. Peepaw's out. But no, like I can't. Like, I, this is like that's the other reason like I don't drink that much. I don't like the feeling of being hungover. And if I do too much junk food. They get that same hangover, like the headache, the oh. stomach ache, the diarrhea, all of it. It was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she was going to Tennessee. Yep, she was at Tennessee. Um, she was at Tennessee. Yeah, she went to. Yeah, she was already at the University of Tennessee. Um, we started hanging out a little bit, and I was like, all right, cool. Maybe I have a shot with her. Um, we ended up like my freshman semester was. Freshman year was over. Um, she went back to Memphis and we hung out for a little bit. I was actually supposed to be going to Florida to visit my mom and my sisters. Uh, ended up coming back early and just like we had talked like the entire time we were there. I, I remember her mom got pissed because this was back when, sorry, this is really, I'll talk to David and Luke. <laughs> this is back when. This you know, is when you're faxing stuff. This right? is back. This is back. No. <laughs> This is back before you had unlimited text messages yes. and it wasn't free to call anybody. You had minutes. Yes. 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 I know but that. At a certain time, you're like, hey, wait. And then it was free if you were calling somebody with the same cell service as you. Yeah. yeah. She, we had both had T-Mobile. Didn't know this. She ends up racking up a $400 phone bill. <laughs> just like talking. I don't know. because I'm still on my parents' phone bill. Time, so if they got a bill, I'm sorry. If you had a, a really ridiculous bill. But <laughs> no, we ended up just like hanging out. When I came back home early and we hung out and did some adult things. And she wound up pregnant that summer. And I was like, well, 
I wasn't going to go back to Knoxville, but I want to be a shit dad and I'd like to be a part of my kid's life. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll follow you back up there. She's like, you sure? Like, my, I really like appreciate my wife for this. Like everything that we've done, like up until this point, like it hasn't been like a, a forced thing. Like when we found out we we're pregnant, she knew that she's like, I'm going to keep it. Um, if you would like to be involved, if you would like to see like where things go with us, then I'm on board. Like, we had also barely, barely been dating at this point. Maybe actually only dating for like a month. Yeah. So wow. that was, that was a really like interesting conversation. We were sitting outside our parents' house uh, on the curb when like it finally sunk in the spring. I was like, so I was like, dude, I think you're pregnant. She's like, no, I can't be. No, I'm I'm certain you're pregnant. It's like, no, I refuse to believe that I'm pregnant. We got a we got the pregnancy test from the dollar store because poor college kids, no money. And she didn't even want to believe it. She's like, no, we just need to go get a pregnancy test. It doesn't cost a dollar. It's like, I'm sure if you piss on this regardless of whether it's a dollar or a hundred dollars, still gonna have two pink lines. Um, but yeah, so I was like, you know what? Sure, I'll move back to Knoxville and you know, we'll try to be, a, we'll be a couple and we'll try to figure out how to be parents along the way. Uh, the biggest hurdle in all that though was, of course, I was on academic probation and actually couldn't enroll in anybody's school because my grades sucked. So I had to go to community college for a year, which my wife actually helped me pay for. Uh, she used her refund check from her scholarship to cover the cost of my tuition so i was indebted to her at that point but yeah it was uh it was very interesting because uh i moved in with her and three of her friends they had one of those shared apartments on campus that was furnished everybody had their own lease and Mm -hmm. i was like sharing a room which eventually caused some fights because they felt like there was an extra person she should be responsible for more of the bills even though everything was already kind of split, they one of her friends ended up getting upset and going to the leasing office and ratting her out. And she got kicked out of the apartment. <laughs> so here she is. Whoa, you know, that's tough. Yeah. That's so tough. Here she is, you know, three months pregnant at this point, and we're trying to figure out where we're going to live. Oh we, we did find somewhere, and it was fine. We had a car and which you know sucked for them because we were the only ones that had a car in the apartment. So they, <laughs> they, it was like you needed us to go to grocery shopping and things like that. But you know, we moved into like a little uh two-bedroom townhouse, five fifty a month. I really, really wish rent still was nice oh my gosh. Place. It was like two two bed upstairs, downstairs, um Washing dryer not included, but whatever. You know, two baths. We're balling. <laughs> yeah, we're balling. And man. you had the car. And I had the car. <laughs> so yeah, we you know we made that work, and then eventually it's funny. Like we struggled for a while. We didn't have any furniture because we were living in a furnished apartment. So me and her uh, sleep on an air mattress, which is you were pregnant and slept on an air mattress. Oh, gosh. God. Yeah, I'm sorry. But yeah, we slept on that air mattress for like, I don't know, like the first two months so that we lived in that house. Um, so she's five months pregnant, six months pregnant at this point. 
we had two air mattresses, so, so I, I wasn't a total shit bag. I could I could afford two. Air <laughs> <laughs> but, um, That's the line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One total shit bag. Two, two, two not no. total shit bag. But it's funny because like it was still like a college kid apartment though. Like yeah. the TV was sitting on a crate. We had PS4 or PS3 at the time, so you know the necessities. Yeah, uh, some dishes and. <laughs> some, <laughs> and we had a, a kitchen table. And we you were did, playing COD on the PS3, right? No, I was no at that time. I, it was Goldeneye. All, no, oh gosh. my gosh! No, all I played at that time was like college ball and Madden. That's yeah, it. this was um, what what, what year was this? Two thousand seven, going into two thousand eight. Oh gosh! Yeah. No, that was the, the golden era of right. video games. Yeah, I, I really cannot wait for them. EA Sports to bring back college ball too. Don't get me started on that. Wow. Huh. Yeah. So then, so then, from there, we we eventually got furniture. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Got fast forward to the end. <laughs> we got furniture. fast forward to you know a month and a half before our kid is born. You know, we finally saved up enough money to get furniture from Brenna Center. So that was so you have your kid. But we have our kid. She finishes college. She yeah, that was uh. So we have our kid. I actually ended up taking all of my classes online that spring semester so that someone could stay at home. Daycare has oh, yeah. always been expensive. Yeah. And that is daycare, the, the fact that it's so costly and insurance, I feel like are two of the biggest rackets in all of hmm. America. Uh, but yeah, I stayed at home with her, uh, which also turned out to be a good thing because that semester randomly discovered I had a blood clot in my shoulder slash chest. Didn't really like it was one of those weird things. Like, I was working out with some of my friends because I was trying to get ready to try out for the football team um, that fall when I could eventually transfer to UT. And I was like, dude, my arm is swollen. It looks so weird. Like my hand was starting to like get bigger and just starting to turn purple a little bit. Go to the doctor, treat like a steroid, gave me some, uh, treat like an infection, sorry, and gave me steroid for it. Does nothing. Doctor starts to be like, okay, this is weird. This is the irony in this. April 1st was the, the doctor's appointment. He says, hey, I'm going to refer you to this hospital. I want you to get an ultrasound. Go get the ultrasound. Find the blood clot. It's like, you're not going home. <laughs> you're not going home. I call my wife. Say, hey. Oh, my goodness. I have to stay at the hospital. Can you find somebody to bring you here? They're sending me to the ER. This has to be a joke. It's like, no, apparently I have a blood clot in my arm. And they're concerned because of where it was. They're like, this could have easily moved his heart. I'm not sure what happened. So they're freaking out, trying to figure out like how this happened. My wife, I'm the one with the car still. <laughs> so our kid is at our kid is with her i'm on the car i'm at the hospital somebody goes to pick her up brings her up there we're sitting around they're like all right they eventually move me to a room i've been sitting here for hours it's like hey i'm hungry can you go get me something to eat she runs to buffalo Wild wings on the strip which actually somehow buffalo Wild wings is Still there in Knoxville in the exact same location on the Cumberland Strip to this day. <laughs> Let's go. But yeah, she hooks me up with some buffalo wings. I end up staying in the hospital for 17 days. Uh, Whoa. I did a bunch of tests. 
Um, I have a bunch of balloons in my arm, trying to open up the vein and trying to see if anything will work. The doctor eventually gives me two options. You can put you on Levinox or some other blood thinner. You'll probably take that for, I don't know, the foreseeable future. And any plans of playing football are out the window because if you're on a blood thinner, you know, contact sports are, are a no-no. The other option was you can have a rib resection and it's like, take the rib. Take the, but they took a rib out. Yeah, they took my, so they took out my first rib um, to relieve the pressure off the vein and help kind of clear that blood clot because like I I've I am the worst about remembering or keeping up with things that the doctor says. Like my wife has to go with me to all my appointments. My wife has to take the kids to their doctor's appointments because I pay attention. I'm a great parent, but just for some reason, <laughs> there's other people like me out here. It's just so difficult. Like you're throwing so much stuff at me at one time. And like, I'm sitting here putting notes in my phone and trying to remember and taking pictures of things. So let me get this pamphlet so I can give it to my wife. But yeah, it was one of those things for me. I was 18 years old. I only thing I heard was, Never play football again. Never play sports again. Or lose or, a rib. Or take the rib out. So they yep. took the rib out. Also had a tumor on my clavicle they had to take out. So this was a... <laughs> Guys, audience, you should see Luke's face right now. It's just this amazing. Was a, this was a fun month. A lot of things happened. Yeah, that was, a, that was a very fun month for me. baby was how old? She was... Oh, my wife loved this. Baby was... Barely three months old. So my wife is sleeping in the... My wife slept in the hospital with our newborn the entire time that I was there. Your wife is a saint. She is a... She's a superhero. Like, she's... She slept on the little pullout. The same thing that... You remember your kids born, the little couch that just pulls out? Yeah. She slept on that with the newborn. Oh, Uh, my goodness. She would... My parents ended up coming up to stay with us for, for a week, so we had some help. But yeah, she would... Her friends will watch our kids so she can go to class or when she was at work study, she'd have the baby in the office and she likes to talk about all the times of her having to push the baby in the stroller across Cumberland Avenue and up the hill to the to the hospital and just all around campus. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but I was dying. So <laughs> you know, I mean, and I, I will throw it back in her face that. You know, while I was sitting there, stitches and bleeding out, I was still holding the baby, changing diapers <laughs> for you. bleeding out. Yeah. So, I mean, I felt like I'm a parent, too. No, I'm I'm an incredibly dramatic person. <laughs> if, I know. If you only knew half of... So you only see me at the gym. Yeah. Like, you saw me... <laughs> I, I see, I, I see your, your TikTok reels reposted to Instagram. If you so. see me the other 90% of the time, you would question, like, what type of person I am. <laughs> I want to see this. I want to see this. No. So, okay. I would love to see Christian with his kids. I need to know how you got to Columbus then. So. She's from Ohio? Yeah, she's from, she's from My wife never wanted to move back here. She hates Ohio. <laughs> she... She said, Ohio. so she put up with you for all that. And now she, she had to move back to Ohio, just like she didn't want to. Is the armpit of America? <laughs> no, that's yeah. um, that's Grove City, right? No, that's no. New Jersey. So you talk, if you ever look at the map and you saw like when people will draw like the outline of a human on it, because we talk like everybody shits on uh, Mississippi, Arkansas. You know, like somebody drew a picture, and it's funny. Like they made that look like the butt crack of America. 
And in the in the drawing, Ohio technically is in the armpit. <laughs> but no, she she never like she was so excited to like that our family lived somewhere that got you know four seasons, and then that winter season sometimes would be unseasonably warm. Uh, but me, I could never stay. I'm one of I can't stay put. Like I don't no no knock against anyone, but I I don't want to live in the same place that I grew up in. Like I, I need to be able to see the rest of the country. And I need my kids to know that there are other things outside of Memphis. So like our daughter, she remembers growing up in Knoxville. Our other two kids, they were born and raised in Memphis. So that's kind of all they knew for the longest. I used to just like apply for jobs all because I when I graduated college, I didn't think I was gonna go back to Memphis. I was I ain't even good. What's your degree? I'm a degree in communications, but my major was journalism, electronic media. Okay. Uh, I wanted to be a magazine uh, reporter. I wanted to do feature writing. That's actually like my favorite thing to do. Uh, I just like I'm gonna. That's why to- you liked my articles so much. I do. I I am a like a literary like literary connoisseur, or I would say really? my, my wife is like my wife is an English major, English teacher in high school. Like we have lots of books. I enjoy to read. I enjoy reading. Like I'll read books, but I also like to read articles. And it doesn't matter what it is. Like I still, I still read the news articles. Like I don't watch the news, but I'll read it. And I like, like I had a collection of GQ magazines from all of college through early adulthood, and I really thought that I was gonna go work at Kanye Nas and go work at GQ when I graduated. That did not happen. <laughs> and I'm glad it did not happen because my teachers will always remind us that if I wanted a career in journalism, it's going to be poor forever. Mm-hmm. But, but working in PR, there's job security and there's a lot more money. So like, I worked at a school district um, doing communications and PR like soon as I graduated from college and did that for like seven years and got bored of being there because I knew that like I wasn't going to have an opportunity to move up since the way our department was structured. Uh, wound up taking a job um, in Madison, Wisconsin, working for the state of Ohio. And it was so, so random. Like, it was just like all That's interesting. Just to make sure I understand. You went to Madison, Wisconsin, working for the state of Ohio. No, working for the state of Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, I worked for the, uh, I worked for the Department of Health. Okay. Um, so boring. <laughs> It was so boring. That sounds um, boring. It, it it was. It was just sorry, like, Luke. Lots of stuff. With, he just told us how he was died, and he says health yeah. is boring. <laughs> so like my specific office was you know Medicaid services. Oh yeah, it's boring. Um, yeah, so lots of, <laughs> you know, lots of that's fair. Lots of SNAP, lots of yeah. uh, other benefits related things, and just like oh, like why am I even here? Wound up moving back to Memphis and working as a publicist for Graceland. Um, for people, I'm sure everybody knows by now, but Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. Did that for a year and a half, and then COVID said, sorry, no more job for you. So went back to the school district where they had friends there <laughs> and realized that that was the biggest mistake ever and just randomly replied to any job I could find. Got offered a job in Seattle, had a job offer in Eugene, Oregon, and I had this job offer and a job offer in Atlanta. Um, the Seattle job, while Seattle is like on my bucket list of places to want to live, 
it just like we couldn't make that work as a family or something. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta, it's like seems cool. I was like, okay, we can move to you know real life Wakanda. Uh, <laughs> but um, that is that is Wakanda. Uh, but uh, it was just like the money and the opportunity for my wife just wasn't there. This job. They actually hooked my wife up with her teaching job. So they were able to oh, make that happen and it made the most sense for us to, to move here. And yeah, the rest. So of you, you guys moved here September, well, actually August 31st, 2021. No way. Yep. I had no idea that you were. You're so fresh. I was yeah. saying the same thing. You know what? I actually remember you showing up to the gym. Yeah. And I was like, who is this guy just throwing weight around and he's a newbie? And then what? Did, what was your first interaction with him? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. No, you gotta, you gotta talk it? about it. It was probably like my second or third interaction. We're hanging out, talking. We're talking shoes or whatever. And then I was like, we we started talking about like I don't remember what we started talking about. But at one point, I asked you, Christian, where do you where do you go to get your haircut? Oh, <laughs> I don't remember any of this. I do, I do remember Luke. Me and Luke talking about it later. And just the funniest thing is he's like, Christian always wears hats, which I did wear hats. You're currently wearing a hat. I am currently wearing yeah. a hat, but it's also like 20 degrees outside. Yeah, yeah that's fair. It's but, kind of chilly down here, too. But no, yes, I'm, I'm bald. Which is, which is very, which is the punchline is, wow. It's a yeah. very sensitive subject for me. I was so sad. I lost my hair when I had my kids. Oh, get bodied. You lost your hair when you had your kids? Okay. Well, my wife had my kids. Our kids. I blame them. But the trade-off. I couldn't grow facial hair until we had that first kid. And now I'm able to grow. Yeah, man beard. I'm, I'm able to grow. This is as thick as it's going to get, though. I probably haven't shaved my face since the summer. Hey, me neither. Dude, I can't grow it on the side. Like, my mustache is thick, but I can't. I, this is like don't literally talk, stop. Two or three All days. of you stop. No, look at my face. Do you have a little you're bit like, of a mustache? Like, no. Look at this. He's got his most facial hair. There's uh, so audience. Much he's currently face. he's currently rubbing the side of his face, showing all the patches he like, has. You have a shadow for a soul patch, though. So there's that. Yeah, oh, I can see you as a soul patch guy. Are you serious right now? I could I could see in the uh, with the soul patch with the big gigantic skater shoes back in like the early 2000s. No, oh my god! Throw <laughs> up. No, we we're in oh. break. audience. We're gonna take a break. We'll see you in a bit. All right, I think we're back. Audience, we're back. I somehow found a drumstick. <laughs> An ice cream drumstick, not a yeah. drum set drumstick. Yeah. Or a chicken drumstick. Too. Yeah, not a chicken drumstick. Don't touch my drumstick. Um, <laughs> I want my nutsack on your drumstick. <laughs> Dude, Step Brothers, top three movie of all time. Oh, okay. It's so good. It is so, so good. good. It's good, but it's not that um, good. Now getting back to the Chronicles. Minus hurt. <laughs> What? <laughs> said your, man, your mangina's hurt. Why are you saying that? Step Brothers. Brendan has a mangina. Yeah, because it's funny. Brendan oh. has a mangina. Audience, while we're on break. I can't roll my eyes hard enough. Me and Luke decided that Marquita's your wife's name, yes. right? She might be the most incredible woman of all time. She is Wonder Woman, it sounds like. So we need to meet her. Yeah, not only was she taking care of sick Christian, <laughs> who, you know, had lost a rib... <laughs> Like physically sick, not just like do that guy yeah. sick. Taking care of a baby, pushing strollers up and down, <laughs> baby with jaundice, sleeping on the air mattress, yeah, and cooking all the food, yeah. Like what yeah. a beast! Wait, so she she cooks barbecue. Yes, I cannot. This is this is really not like very southern of me. I don't know how to barbecue. Okay, I really don't know my way around a grill. 
unfortunately. Okay. So like I'm think I'm less of a man for that. But <laughs> my wife, she's she can grow, so it's cool. You now barbecue, are you like like the Tennessee barbecue? Like you like the real sweet sauce and yes. brown sugar? I do like okay. uh you give me like a good honey barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Is that Franklin's? Franklin's Texas style. Texas. So that's gonna be a lot more like like kind of dry peppery. Peppery. Yeah. You know, that Carolina spicy, tangy ish. Yep. You get the mustard Carolina sauce. Yeah. Uh, I I go back and forth with the people. Um, whenever I go somewhere and they talk about like, oh, we have great barbecue. And after remind them that I'm from the South and I do know what great barbecue is. <laughs> yeah. And then I ask them to rank like the states with best barbecue. And if if they don't say uh, Missouri, Carolinas, Texas, or Tennessee, then you take whatever they say with a grain of salt. Yeah. I didn't realize that, like, there's different types of barbecue. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the thing is, like, I always had, like, was eating one specific type of barbecue. I'm like, I'm not sure I'm into this. What about the and Korean then, barbecue? That is not the same. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's barbecue, but it's not the same. The same. That's, that's a different. That's like that's no different thing. Together. Yeah, it's just different. It's like we would have. Um, it is quite different. It's just Brazilian different. barbecue, which is basically just just whatever yeah. meat you have, at, like and take. It was just like you eat it at whenever time comes off, mm-hmm. and it was like it was just an event. Like like the barbecue was like an event of grilling things in the backyard. It wasn't actually like meat yeah i just wanted so, to throw another barbecue yeah, out there that was that's fine, yeah. yeah um so ray ray's hog pit not good in your in your opinion i don't know and again this is as this is snobbyish of us my, you don't even try it my wife refuses like she'll look at the menu and she'll look at reviews and it's okay to be a snob. Nobody's listening. So, <laughs> all right. So, and I, we won't tell anyone. <laughs> Not to make it racy, but I'm gonna make it a little racy. Oh, it's like oh dears, kids. It's like I don't see enough black people in these pictures or in these comments to trust it. Hmm. Interesting. So, so is that? But we also like we've struggled. So we've been here for over a year now. We've struggled to find a lot of things. Like we haven't had barbecue. Um, my wife is yet to find any place that has like good wings, mm. um, and then we haven't found a good Chinese spot. So, like we've we've gone to like four I'll, or five different Chinese spots. So I'll text take, you some places. I'll gladly take recommendations there. You know where there's some surprisingly good wings, and I don't know what type of wings you guys like, but in Rochester, I, had, I think I've had the best because they they claim that they had the first chicken wings. Rochester, New York. Okay, hmm. that's not here. It's not. Um, lemon pepper wet is a like I, my kids love lemon pepper rings, and then of course like lemon pepper wet. I, I'm not a, from Wingstop. They'll eat Wingstop because that's Rick Ross. Choice. Yeah, but yeah, I mean they do it right, but like in Memphis, there's just like all of these like kind of mom and pop barbecue places, and it's just the one, and. Yeah. It's a, it's a, and that's like a big fight in Memphis. People get upset if you like, if you poo poo on like their wing place. They're like, I'll fight you. <laughs> I, I have driven, that checks out. I have driven in storms on to other parts of the city because my wife has ordered, ordered like a 50 piece of wings for her and the kids. And she deserves it. She's a beast. Yeah. So I didn't learn about this, like the wings, like the wing game. Cause I, that's a, that's a thing. And, 
I, again, I don't like. I, this is a funny thing about me. I don't like wings, and it's because I don't like food with the bone in it. Hmm. I respect that actually. I actually but, am the opposite. I love <laughs> your food. I love meat with bone in it. Mr. Pet Peeve respects No, my wife yeah. talks about how like the bone in food, like it helps preserve a lot of the flavor. Oh my gosh, she yeah. Gets, like she gets mad at me. Like she'll make a pork chop or something, and like she always wants to like buy the bone in. She buy a bone in steak, and I, I just hate it. And I'm, my, I'm on your team there. My reasoning for <laughs> it, though, and I hope that you still, oh. I hope that we still can say teammates, is because. <laughs> One, I feel like we get less meat because of the bone. Okay, yeah. And also, like, I don't want to have to like work for my food yes, or get around. Yes, absolutely. So I'm more on your team now. <laughs> so people, get, people, get, people look at me sideways. They're like, "So you don't eat chicken wings? Do you eat boneless wings?" And then it goes from like boneless wings to, "Do you still eat chicken nuggets?" And the answer is yes. I do eat chicken nuggets. <laughs> And I eat chicken tenders. And I eat chicken strips. Chicken here's, here's the thing. I can understand the chicken. That's totally fine. But with the steak, what you can do is just cut off like the bone part and keep the bonus in the freezer for stock. I don't do any of that. No, so, I'm totally on your side. Hundred percent. I'm against you on this. I don't care there at all. I'm, no, against I'm not afraid of conflict. Wait, this is the other thing. So, Let's go. It's like on the in that same vein. I don't like crab legs because again. It is a lot of work. For like, it's minimal return. Minimal return, yes. And I enjoy shrimp, but I refuse to buy shrimp that's head on, skin on, on, and that hasn't been (laughs) deveined. My wife is like, when you cook it with, if you buy a tail on and shell on, she's like, you could just peel it. It's not, it takes all the five seconds to just peel a shrimp. She's like, I can get with you on the the not having the vein, but with the shell. It helps preserve some of that seasoning and the flavor. And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to do it. I was on vacation with some friends uh, last year and we were making some of our own food. And one of the things was like shrimp scampi or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some shrimp thing with pasta. I don't know. And uh, my job was to devein the shrimp. I was so mad. <laughs> I was so. Happy. I was so mad. Why didn't they just buy? It? I know, right? <laughs> you can buy them events. So I that know is, that is. Kind of, I know. Then they trick you because, like, my wife, we bought a bag, and she went to go defrost it, and she, to her shock and surprise, some of the shrimp still had the vein. Yeah, and she had to sit there and clean the shrimp more, and she's yeah. so disgusted. Yeah. No, was, I'm on your. I'm, I'm spoiled on the shrimp. We used to every summer we'd go to. North Carolina, mm-hmm. and they would would go to this place that was on the ocean, and they just fresh like shrimp, oh, and just like goodness. dump like a bucket of shrimp, and they're huge. Yes, nothing beats like fresh seafood, and that's why I always got excited when I got to go visit my my mom and my sisters in Florida. Get fresh seafood there. Also get authentic Mexican food, depending on where you are. I was excited when my sister moved out to L.A. for a little stretch. Went out there. Yes, I get to experience what real Mexican food should be, <laughs> not you know my daily Chipotle or Cuto runs. Taco Bell. <sighs> yeah. Taco Bell is like, <laughs> but okay. Taco Bell is different. So yeah, can, Taco can, Bell is different. Can we vent just a little bit though? Absolutely. Does anybody else feel like Taco Bell service has kind of gone downhill? It's always been bad. It's. I haven't been there. I don't since know, I was man. There the Pickerington like Taco Bell was legendary. 
and like I, incredible service. I think maybe my issue is just because where we live, everywhere I go, it's like high school kids that work there and AKA your oldest child. No, God, that child will never work. <laughs> that, child, that, that child should never ever have a job. She doesn't. She can't talk to people. Uh, I know we were talking about we're talking about Taco Bell. Let me let me just go on another side a side rant of the rant. So, so yes, she, I like this. So she got gift cards for Christmas, and she wanted to buy some stuff from Hot Topic. She goes online to order it, finds out her gift card needs to be activated. She's struggling to actually do it online, so her only option is to call customer service. She started to freak out. She just does not know how to interact with people that who aren't like in her, uh, her circle or her normal atmosphere. Whenever we go somewhere, like, hey, here, go up to the counter, pay for this. Can you come with me? I'm scared. Like, what do I do? <laughs> I'll go up to the counter with her and check out, you know, like everybody will ask for your phone number for your rewards. She looks at me. I don't know your cell phone number, which I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, we got her this cell phone and she's had it for like three years. I don't know the number. I just will ask Siri to call her. Yeah. And I don't even know if she knows. She Maybe she does. But no, like, so she looks at me like, dude, give them your phone number. <laughs> And then she whispers I'm like she can't hear you stop talking at me Aww. talk to her so she she finally figured out how to order the stuff but now she's nervous because she had it shipped to store she wanted to have it shipped to home so she'd have to interact with anyone once again she's like, what do I do when I go into the store like do I have to go up to the register or is it just going to be somewhere and I know that in Hot Topic all the online orders when they come there's a space for him. You just walk in and pick it up. It's like, no, you're going to have to go talk to the cashier and I'm going to have to help you. She, oh, it's so weird. I don't understand what is wrong with her. She, <laughs> she's a very, very anxious child. Uh-huh. And I think part of that is, part of that is my fault. My wife says, I'm a helicopter parent. I don't want my kids to ever have to experience anything bad. Like if I'm going to, if I can protect them, I will. Like I will shelter them. I do more than I should for them. So I've kind of enabled this behavior to, you know, so now she's still trying to figure out. Like another case in point, she made it all the way to Christmas break without a locker at school mm-hmm. because when she finally, when she got a locker assignment on the first day back in August, her locker was jammed. She got, temperatures got to what? I don't know, teens? To the point where like, we were threatening to take iPads, cell phones, everything away from her if she didn't go and talk to someone because she needed to wear a coat to school because like all she wears is a hoodie and a jacket and it's like this is fine i'm not outside i don't stand at the bus stop i'll be fine it's like no you need to take a coat to school or you'll die <laughs> so i think went, it was actually negative degrees <laughs> so i mean if it had been this point she would have died <laughs> like, she went we went a whole week it got so we threatened we told her we're going to call the main office and let them know that you can't get into your locker since you say you don't have enough time in between classes because she goes to um, like Orange as her main high school, but then she's also in the engineering program. So she goes to a separate school for the second half of her day. So mm, yeah. she doesn't have a lot of time at school, she has to catch a bus, but she's like, 
uh, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. This went back. This went on for a week to the point where my wife actually started to yell at her one day. And she comes home. She's like, hey, I got in my locker. It was just stuck. It was just stuck. You want a whole semester. You had to be threatened. You were afraid to, you were afraid to talk to people in the office. You were afraid for your parents to call the school to help you. Your locker was just stuck. <laughs> like this is the type of, of behavior though that I've enabled, and I don't know. I I, I joke with people. Um, and I ask them like people I work with that have older kids. Does it get better? They're like no. <laughs> they're like, no, no. They're like with the gift. Like I don't understand what it is about gifted kids. Like, they are very book smart. This child lacks all of the common sense in the world. <laughs> My other two kids, no. They are very street smart. They're very book smart. They're like the best of both worlds. Not her though. Not her. We used to we used to tease her um, like when we drive around, um, like driving to school, driving people's houses. Like, do you remember how to get here? Do you know like turn by turn directions? It's like 12 at that time. It's like, no. But yeah, a six-year-old and a four-year-old back here it was like, oh, I know this way. And we get off at this exit and we turn right here. We go down that street and then we're right around the corner from oh, grandma's house. Poor so, thing. Man, 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 man. Guess what? I speak Russian. <laughs> I speak Chinese. Man. I can do, I can build and code and program. It's like, hey. good for you. Good for you, kids. That's what matters now. Christian, what's, <laughs> what is the thing that you have learned the most about yourself being a parent that I still need a lot of growing up to do. Mm. Um, like we had our kids, we had our first kid very young. I was 18 or 19. I had experienced nothing. Like my wife was like right up. She literally just turned 21. She was like, she couldn't even actually like appreciate, you know, that milestone in our life because we were someone's parents. Um, and there's always been that even now like i'm a i'm a selfish person and there are times like i had to realize like all right you know kids family all that stuff you know i have to you know take a step back make those sacrifices put them first um and i'm really good about that now like if my kids need anything i'm gonna figure out how to make it happen like um saw with david and megan earlier son Fell in love with soccer. Like, cool. We went all in. He was private lessons last year. Put him on a team. Um, dropped a bunch of money for him to go through a winter training program. And didn't realize that I'm actually about to shell out more money for spring soccer season. Like, we've gone through so many pairs of cleats for him. And it's like, whenever so like whenever my kids get involved, I'm like, I'm excited all in. I think I'm, my daughter said, like, she got on me. She's like, I feel like you're trying to live, like you're you're trying to vicariously live through us. Like you yeah. couldn't play sports, you couldn't make it as a professional athlete. So Dang. <laughs> she's a very she's honest child. Honest one. Yeah, she's very honest. Savage. But like, she's been, so she's been around. She's been around for a lot of that stuff. So she is very aware. Um, she's also very aware that her childhood, very the early parts of her childhood are very different from what her brother and sister had to experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. Sure. You know, we had her in college, really pushed us to grow up fast. Um, I don't know if I would have had that same motivation to finish without her. 
Like I was like, I need to make something of myself for her so I can make sure that she has things she needs. Uh, we did that, but we still struggled. Uh, but you know, later tw- late twenties or mid twenties, we we're like, hey, I think we should have a second kid, and uh, we were able to plan and do that the right way. And now I've kind of gotten older and continued to advance professionally, and you know, kids need stuff. We're able to kind of make that happen. Um, at times, I think I probably do too much. Like we talked about the me enabling her. I think I spoil the shit out of my kids. Like it's hard for me to say no. I have a PS5, but it's really it's really my son's. My eight year old has a PS5, and it's funny because I remember him going to school one day, and a kid tried to say, "You don't have a PS5." He's like, "Shut up! You're stupid." Because we do have a PS5, and we've had a PS5 since they first came out two years ago. Which slight flex. Did get a PS5 yeah. like two weeks after they came out. <laughs> <laughs> that was hard to do. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that was a sign up for, had my Twitter notifications on for a lot of those websites and ended up uh, getting an alert that they were in stock at 5 a.m. Yep. Look over my wife, hey, can I buy this? <laughs> if you want it. <laughs> if you must. Like, boop, boop, boop. And bought it and bought a bunch of games. I was super stoked about that. Just walked in. I'm a PS5. I was like the only person with one in the store. Yeah, dude. PS5 when it came out was like crazy hard to get. I've still only seen like this year two people when I've been in the store. I saw like some folks get the the God of War PS5 bundle and I saw somebody else with like the Elden Ridge bundle. It's like good for you. Let me know how you enjoy that. Yeah. And, you know, past that. What um this is a question I've asked I've been asking a lot of people lately. Right. What is your love language and how how does that like manifest? All right. So this is one that I had to talk to my wife about and I joked with David about it earlier. My love language is gift giving. And I also appreciate gift giving, which doesn't always work out in my favor because I get disappointed. Like, if I want something mm. and I don't get it, I'm sad. My wife's love language is acts of service. And we, it's really, it's really difficult because I'm not as emotionally available to her as I should be. <laughs> I, I, I think my kids, again, my kids are aware of it. We talked about it because um, it's funny. They act weird whenever they see people intimate or romantic on TV. Part of it is because like, I try to keep it age appropriate with what they see. But then we were watching something today and they saw a husband and wife kiss and they're like, ew, that's gross. Like my wife was like, gosh, like maybe I should kiss you and hug you more. <laughs> they're not weirded out by this. <laughs> I need them to know that it's going to be okay to date and this is what happens when you date. Um, but it's like, I, I try my best to like meet her halfway and she is very understanding of, you know, I will go out and just like get random things for her, whether it's, you know, I don't know, something expensive or extravagant, or if I'm just out at the store and I grab her a Milky Way or a Twix and a Coke, she didn't ask for it, but it's like, huh, just wanted her to have it. The same with my kids. I will always try to get, if I can get something for one person, I try to get things for all three because I always want them to just like have stuff. And I think that me growing up, there were like lots of things that I wanted and I never got. And so it was like, ah, I always felt like I yeah. needed this. Yeah. Uh, but 
Yeah, I mean, I mean that's 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 it. I, like I said, I try to do better and show my kids actual like love and affection, touching and feeling. But I, I think well, I mean, it's weird. I don't like to be touched. That's uh, I don't like to touch them. So if you got, which is I, weird yeah, because don't, you don't did. touch me <laughs> <laughs> because like we've already established. I did MMA for a couple of years, <laughs> jiu-jitsu. And I will hit You're going to have a broken face. That's why I was like, why do you not like being touched? Like, that's a, like a contact sport it's, where people touch you. It's weird. I don't, I don't know. Like, so. Maybe I, that's what that's made different. you want to fight. That's them. different. It's like, hey, we're going to like playing football or wrestling is different than like, hitting you. hey, like I'm going to come up and hug you or I'm going to like, like stroke your face or stroke like, you know, your like, face. No, 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 stay right there. Yeah. So. How don't so touch my face. So if Megan comes up behind you while you're sitting down, just kind of like leans over your shoulder from behind the couch and like it's in your ear and hair touches you and it's like, are you weirded out or shocked? Like I so so one of my love languages is a physical touch. So like <laughs> so, so, so it's, an it's a little different. I will say that there's definitely times where like um sh- like I'll be going to sleep and like she'll like cuddle up. And I'm like, I'm steaming hot right now. Like, oh, so we'll we'll fight about that sometimes. The cuddle is so hard for me. It's it, a weird it, thing. <laughs> I I will do it because she enjoys to be cuddled, and because apparently <laughs> I'm as hot as a furnace at night. And she and my wife has the coldest feet ever. So she's like, I, she just likes to put her feet or legs on me so she can warm up. And eventually, I will. I'll just overheat. Like I'll get to the point. Like I will. The same way you said, talk about me sweating in the gym working out, yeah. I will sweat in my sleep. Oh, I, I will sweat oh, through terrible. a blanket. Oh, it is. I've had to change clothes in the middle of the night. That's and rough. It, 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 again, not even doing anything in the bed. So, you know, keep your head. <laughs> it's just me laying there. Well, I, so I, I keep the air. I will, when we have the air on, I keep it at like 70. The heat is on in our house right now. I think I have about 71. Because if I get too hot, no, like I'll take the comforter off me and sleep with just a sheet on top. Mm. I don't know. My dad keeps his house at a 67 at all times. Wow. Yeah. My mom does that and I hate it. I hate going over there. But great sleep. Yeah. Great Great sleep. sleep. I'm like going to hibernation over there. No, you just walk around. I have to wear a coat, sweats, and socks. I'm like, God. But she's also, you know, going through menopause, so... I, I, I allow it. Yeah, she gets mad if you touch the if you, you touch the thermostat in her house. <laughs> How are we doing on time? We good on time? Uh, hour fifteen. Yeah, we have we have to hit push and peas, right? Oh yeah, we've got to hit push and peas. Do we, is there any other questions we gotta ask Christian before we push and peas? I don't I don't think I have any other. Questions. What's your favorite CrossFit movement or workout? Yeah, so you joined CrossFit after you did MMA. After you broke your hand so and you retired. I, so I thought, so funny, I thought CrossFit was stupid. I was going to ask you because a lot of football players think CrossFit so, is stupid. I've spent, I started, you know, I was a, in high school. I was Olympic lifting in high school just for, for football. So like clean and jerks or cleans, I should say, have always been one of my favorite things to do because it's one of the first things I, I learned. Yeah. Um, when were you in high school again? I graduated in 2006. Okay. 2006. Yeah. Um, and I even like Olympic lifted on my own, you know, push jerks, uh, still cleans, uh, snatch took me forever to freaking figure out. You figured that out? 
to figure it out with weight on a bar. <laughs> How about that? I can snatch enough now. Yes, you can. Uh, but no, uh, we start. I started with CrossFit. One of the guys at my MMA gym, he was doing it for strength and conditioning. And I think it was maybe because of him. I thought it was annoying. And he mm. would program, he put some of the workouts in for like our conditioning sessions. And I was like, this is dumb. This is dumb. But then. You still think that when you're. I do there. think lots of things are dumb. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, again, you know, it was like, I need something else to do. And I, I appreciate the structure that CrossFit allows. Mm. I don't have to go in and make something up and just try to, you know, no, the workouts on the board, the warm-ups here, like the stimulus, there's a time gap. I'm like, all right, shit, workout's <laughs> over. I didn't finish. Yeah. <laughs> I can go home now. But no, um, and so I joined a gym. I got, a, got my cro- first CrossFit membership because of Groupon. <laughs> like, oh, really? I'm sure yeah. lots, I'm sure lots Groupon of, is underrated, I'm sure man. lots of people. Yeah, the Metabolic Fitness was, uh, Metabolic CrossFit was the gym that I joined in Memphis. They're RIP, they're closed now. No. Um, but it was cool. Uh, I definitely questioned my fitness a lot going into it. Um, I, lifting, if you give me a barbell, it's fine. My favorite CrossFit workout is Grace. Of uh, course. That I, checks out. I, I, I hate Isabel, but I, I can do it. My Grace and Isabel times aren't uh, too far from each other. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Cool. 125. Yeah. 140. Those, are, those aren't impressive because you, you know, you got dudes that are doing in you know, sub one minute, but... Like 140 kid. Grace? No, Isabel. No, oh, 120 no, my, 125 Grace. 125 Grace. And funny story, we did. Uh, what work. year was this? <laughs> um, you give me Grace right now, I'll probably do it in like 130. Like we, what we did it in comp class and it's like a okay. yeah, yeah. But I didn't even do it this year. Um, yeah, I did in like 158 as a part of the workout, just all, all singles, but. We did at my gym in Madison, CrossFit Recursive. We did a workout one Sunday. It was Grace and Is- Isabel with 10 minute rest in between. And I decided I was gonna try to like PR my my Grace at that time at that point. Cause I think the first time I'd ever done it, it was like 2.30 and I was still figuring out how to barbell cycle. No. I uh, I learned that it's not I mean you can go unbroken on the on the reps and it's kind of fast, but you die. Yeah, that checks <laughs> you, out. You, you die. <laughs> so, that checks out. And then when you have to rest for a few minutes and go into Isabel and try to do 30 power snatches, shoulders don't appreciate it. But I do not know my grace time. Oh, I was slower this year than last year. <laughs> What's your grace time? I don't remember. Three something. Ooh. Yeah, it's a barbell. Be stronger. Be stronger. Be stronger. <laughs> All right. All right. Pushing Luke, what's been pushing your peeves this week? So, all right. I have two things here, but I'm only going to go with one. Wow. Because it it could end up being quite contentious. Um, Ooh, bas- basically, say. because I, I'm I, I don't want you to feel like I'm. A, I don't want people to feel like I'm attacking them directly, but I might bone in chicken. But I might be, no, I might be attacking gym? people in this room specifically. You're looking at, at Shar a lot. Uh, he's side eyeing me. He's he doesn't like. Are you talking about <laughs> me and David? It's, so it could be me. He's just gonna make eye contact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what are we? What are we doing? So we should jump him. <laughs> 
it's, 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 this is something that's kind of been, it's always been something, but then more recently has been more of a, it's a, just an interpersonal thing that's really just frosted by pumpkin. It's grinding. That ears. sounds more sexual than anything. You've never heard that before? No. Wow. I've never I've never heard that. I've never heard that. Oh wow. Frosted yeah. your pumpkin. Yeah. Why do you what? don't get frosted? Oh my I mean, gosh. Outside. Uh, yeah. I guess yeah, but like so are you I was thinking like, like frosting? Pumpkin. Yeah, frosting. Uh, that's what I was thinking too. Was and like, that's why I think it's sexual. No, that's oh, not what it means. Spice latte. No, no. Anyway, it's my pet peeve. Chronic flakiness. Chronic flaky. So when people like they say they're going to do something or they're just like living in their own little world and not really like intentionally like interacting and understanding how people are, are how they're interacting with other people or that's part of it. The other part is why are you smiling? And just listening. Or when they, when they say they're going to do something and then, they don't do it. And it's like, okay, like once in a while, like I understand people forget, but like all the time when pe- like people will say, oh yeah, I'll do this. And then, oh yeah, like, oh yeah, I'll text. Okay. Let's let the record show that Luke is not talking about me. <laughs> he is looking at me and David. Virgos, which I am. Virgos. We are oh very my gosh. And that should have been a pet we, peeve. Astrology. through. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, what are you talking you're, about? You're a one on the Enneagram. I am. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, which we didn't talk about, but I'm a perfectionist. And one of my biggest fears is failure, but not for some ridiculous bullshit. Of, <laughs> like, I got to be that greatest. No, it's because I, I don't want to suck at anything. Yeah. I don't need my name. You're afraid of being bad. I am. I am. That's, that's my biggest fear. I know. Which is weird that I do CrossFit because <laughs> I suck it so much. No, but th- this this chronic flakiness thing is really, really irritating me recently. And it's not just people in this room. It's just a lot of people. It's the holidays. I'm so- no, 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 no. no. It's, this has been festering for a while. Months. I don't feel insecure at all. I know it's... <laughs> first of all, if it's me, then I'm... You just blame your kids. You're yeah. a family. You're an adult. Yeah, I'm an adult. You're an old man. I'm confused on what he's talking about for me. You don't have any excuse to start. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Well, Am I supposed to check my text messages? Do you have any, do you have any other uh, pet peeves? I mean, I do, but that was a little bit anticlimactic. Oh, you didn't like that one? No, I mean, that's kind of. Oh, okay. Well, it makes I don't me like when people are mean. It's it makes me it makes me angry. Oh, okay. Um, so you guys don't have social media, so you guys probably won't understand it very well. But um, he pointed again to me and me and David. Yeah. Wait, I realized that. I have a I have a Facebook account that I Do you use it. Uh, no, I mean like every now and then I'll get on it if we're like, hey, we have an eating challenge at the gym. So if we want to know what's going on in your life, we should just follow Megan. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, she Megan has Instagram and Facebook, and she and a lot of like family will keep up with her. And so if you want to know what's happening with me, you're my wife. My wife's the same one. Huh? You just get the occasional post. Yeah, but so it's when when people put like either on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, they, they, they need to take a break from their social media. Just take a break. And so they have to announce to everyone that they have to take a break. They make this giant post of 
hey everyone, just wanted to say I'm not going to be on like Instagram for a while. I need a break for my mental health and like all this stuff. It's like, <laughs> guys, shut up. Just get off Facebook. Get get off social media. Nobody cares. Nobody realizes that you were gone. Oh, that's spicy. It's happened multiple times in the past, like three or so, three four weeks, and it, I was just like, I so I didn't. Number one, I didn't realize I still followed you. Number two, <laughs> number two, you haven't posted anything either. So, but what? Like, I don't understand why you need to. Why you need to alert everyone that you're. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get an Instagram account just <laughs> just just to do that. <laughs> Guys, I need to get off this. Hey, I'm gonna take a break from social. Yeah, yeah. I need to focus on the, the kids. Yeah, no, yeah, just health. Just get just just stop posting. Just yeah, just no one. You don't need to alert everyone. Make yourself feel better. Just get off social media. Oh my gosh. Okay, what's, what's Christian, pushing what's pushing your peeves? So on a lighter, less serious note. <laughs> 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 uh, one of my biggest pet peeves and this is people that will leave their trash or dishes like literally in the immediate vicinity of an open dishwasher full of dirty dishes or like right next to the trash can like it takes minimal effort to just <laughs> put that wrapper or that box in the trash like why are I'm these people no, I, I your just, family? No. <laughs> <laughs> these people younger than fourteen. <laughs> no, my wife is really bad about it. But no, like it's one of those things. Like if you notice one person doing it, then you start to see it a lot other places. Mm. Like mm. I have some coworkers that are very so weird. They have very sloppy workstations, but they swear that they keep their houses in tip top shape. You're a liar. <laughs> You're a liar. You left. The, there's been this cup of coffee right next to your desk, which also is eyeline to a trash can. You could have just thrown it away. It's been sitting there for two days. <laughs> like, who leaves half eaten food food on their desk, goes home for the day? We all have trash cans <laughs> at our desk. There's a trash can in the hallway. You, it's ridiculous. No, um, but I'm also not one to judge too harshly because I'm not the cleanest, neatest person. So, yeah. You take that with a grain of salt. Uh, another pet peeve of mine, people who write like shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't matter where it is. And this goes back to me being a journalism. Wait, 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 wait. Like, let's clarify this. Are you talking about like bad handwriting or are you talking about like just quality? Bad no, grammar, like, like bad grammar like you can't yeah. put together sentences yeah I you were talking about calligraphy yes my hand my penmanship is not the best so i will never judge you there unless it looks like chicken scratch then i'm just gonna ask you to write everything in print or please email me next time <laughs> <laughs> but no people that like email me <laughs> it annoys me so at work a lot of times now i i proofread and edit a lot of people's articles and emails just things like that i hate people that double space after periods yeah. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 this is not, i thought that was supposed to happen 
we are beyond what well, this is dude MLA the thing anymore. shows up we, as a blue underline we're not in college anymore you don't have to write mla papers i'm not i'm not gonna expect you to cite things so you're not have, supposed to do that no, no. not a period double space just no, periods really dude. stop don't do that it, it annoys me so <laughs> you are one of those people well, I, I mean I'll, I'll, i've shown up definitely i'll get emails or things people like hey can you send this out for me i'll read it i'll go in and just like Say delete no. the double space <laughs> Then I'll put people. I was so I was so excited when I discovered Grammarly earlier this year. Do you pray for the pro version? No. I, if okay, so job, the base version is yeah, fine. Yes. If my okay. job were to go ahead and go and like unask the additional money and pay for it, then sure, I would use the pro version. But for the most part, I actually like when it makes suggestions about passive voice, punctuation, um, inconsistencies with with tenses, I can catch all that stuff and fix it. Yeah. I like to brag most of my stuff on average is a 98 in Grammarly. So yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, that is, that is impressive. I, I get my Grammarly Insight email every week, and it's like, you're a stellar writer. <laughs> 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 but no, so like, I get upset. If you don't use commas correctly, mm. people that go overboard with semicolons, oh. you know, I like to use a semicolon. I've learned how to, I'll sneak colons in now because, like, just to be funny. When you write a list of things, right? No, you can actually you can actually use a colon the same way you use a semicolon. It, so if it's uh so if you have two clauses and they're um independent clauses. You don't know if, if, I'm if, trying if, to remember if, back if from freshman year. Oh, so funny story. Before I took the job here, I actually offered a job to be a middle school English teacher. So oh. uh, so yeah, so I was gonna be I almost was a teacher. So me and my wife we laughed about that because she, she doesn't think that I have the patience to be a teacher. She'd be a great teacher. You just would not know how to have you she said my classroom management would be, be piss poor. But no, but it's things like that that really annoy me. Um, so yeah, I when I edit people's stuff at work, I will write comments and suggestions and give them feedback because I don't feel like as a professional I should have to rewrite your stuff for you. My, some of my bosses will do that. They'll rewrite everything and just like put it in the comment section and say, "Hey, maybe you should think this." If I'm going to do that, I might as well just like rewrite it. Yeah. And, like. I don't feel like you're going to learn anything. Yeah. You're not going to get better. So I've developed this reputation. Um, people don't want to ask me to proofread things because they know that I might rip it to shreds or they're going to have to rewrite it. And I've told people, hey, you got to rewrite this. This is, this is ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate that so much because I have to do the same thing for the stuff, the people I write for. Oh, Guys, I think I got it. So... Um, Marquita, let me know if this is incorrect or not. Um, the independent clause <laughs> is basically can stand alone as a sentence, yes. but the dependent clause needs the independent clause because it, that's where the semicolon comes in. So, right? n- so no, because <laughs> a dependent clause, that's when you're going to, uh, let's look it up really quick. <laughs> Um, dude, I, so audience, this is a little sneak peek into my relationship with Luke. Um, what? I'm so scared. I don't know what Luke, to say. Luke is, uh, I wrote Luke a letter to see if he would like to be one of my groomsmen. Oh, he yeah. said yes. But on my letter that I wrote him, I entered my Grammarly score, <laughs> which was like an 85. Ooh. Right? Ooh, that's horrible. <laughs> Christian. You should let me see that. 
<laughs> so um, here's. I feel like that fact. was pretty solid. It was. It was very heartfelt, and so I, I, I did notice <laughs> some things, but I also was. I excused them for the time being. Thanks, Luke. Yep, yeah. I tried. Uh, I know you did. I, every now and then, people will be like, "Hey, how's the podcast going?" And and I know. I usually say, man, I enjoy it. Like my favorite thing is getting to know people. I think one of the things that I'm going to start saying is I realize that I must be nice. I have to be nicer to people because I am on everybody's pet peeve list. <laughs> like, I, ha- I have to go to the office tomorrow to get the cup of coffee off my desk. Right? I, I, I do my best to try to keep like food off like, so that we don't have animals. But, you know, but like, I write like an engineer, uh, which is just bullet points. And I will say that I've read a couple books to specifically help my business writing because, um, because I'm just, I'm bad at it. I'm really good at math. I'm bad at writing. So, oh my, if you get an email from me, it's usually going to be like, here's what I'm asking you for. Here's three things you need. And like things to note. Boom, boom, boom. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Just make sure you spell things right. That's what, yeah. Oh, if you're going to put things in bullet points. You have to have at least two bullet points. People that only put mm. one bullet point. <laughs> that is pretty odd. Yeah. That is that is not a list. Yeah. yeah we can't know. You, yeah, like, it needs to have at least two bullet points. Yeah, that's that checks out. That's good. And then char, a dependent cause <laughs> is a sentence or that can or a simple sentence that not cannot stand by itself. So an example. I went out on the bike that Mary gave me for my birthday. I went out on the bike, could stand as a sentence by itself. That Mary gave me for my birthday is an example of a dependent clause. Yeah, but but doesn't the dependent clause need the independent clause? Yes. Ah, but you don't have to use a semicolon. You can use no. That, that's just a whole sentence. But yeah. like, if you have two independent clauses, you use a semicolon. It can be separated by a, a comma. It can also be a colon. Wow. Can you or just be a, a period? Or yes, it can also <laughs> yeah, be two, two separate two, sentences. Two sentences. If it's anything that can be used as two separate sentences. Can be you can use a punk you can use a period colon semicolon or colon for punctuation. I just hope that you're proud of me, Luke, for trying my best for English. But then I also hope Grace is proud of me because she knows how bad I am with English. What are you talking about? Did you see that? I knew what a dependent independent clause was. No, I I'm always proud. I of mean, you. if we were on the tape, you said let's check this right, and and Christian says no. no. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, we got. We do wraps in that day. We, we got to do our get spicy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, we're not doing the draft. Okay. So no. get spicy. Right, so okay. we got two minutes where we can ask you any question, right. and you got to answer fast and dependent on looks. Looks got some dependent on. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Go ahead. Depending on how many we get through is just time based. Yeah. Um, and Luke's gonna have some weird questions for you. All right. Okay. Three, two, one, go. What's your blood type? I don't know. Should. Oh, my God. Favorite wide receiver of all time? Randy Moss. Ooh. If you had to pick pancakes or waffles, which one? Pancakes. Yes. Would you rather have explosive diarrhea mid-flight or in a swimming pool? Mid-flight. I'll shit on a plane. <laughs> What's your thoughts on the, the college NIL deals? Uh, Brady Bush got screwed. Hmm. He did. Would you ever create an OnlyFans for your feet? Oh, God, yes. And what <laughs> would you call it? I don't know. <laughs> it's a real conversation in my house. It's a real conversation I had with him. No, I've had friends that say, if you look at some women's feet, you have nice feet. 
just throw some nail polish on there. You'll be all right. Oh, wow. So, yeah. If you had a billboard that the entire <laughs> world could see, what would you put on there? Uh, I don't know. I'd tell them to write better. Write better. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, your death row meal? Last uh, meal. Shrimp fried rice. What? Paper towels or electric hand dryer? Paper towels. I'm not getting bacteria all over the place. Oh, good for you. Favorite number? <laughs> Seven. That was my football number. Boom. Seven. Favorite thing to do with your kids? Ooh, it's different with each one. Oldest, watch anime. Youngest, uh, the boy, probably video games or anything sports related. Uh, Jordan, she's my artsy kid. Uh, hmm. So whatever she wants to do today, we made slime. Wow, cool. If given the chance, which one of us would you throw off a bridge? <sighs> Sheesh. You can throw me off a bridge. Yeah. Right. No, because you have kids. Shark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yes! fine. Luke, I made it. Luke, I don't know if you have I don't know if you have a partner, so I might have to throw you off the bridge. <laughs> Get bodied, Luke. Get bodied. <laughs> See, I'm a dependent clause. You have <laughs> there, there you go. I'm a dependent clause. I'm an independent clause. Yeah. That is why. <laughs> I get thrown off the bridge because I'm an independent clause. Yeah. I can stand on my own, <laughs> bitches. No, we, we the, me, uh, David, and Char apparently need women to carry us through this, yep. this journey. Oh, yeah. That, life. The joke in my house, like, ever since we started dating, is like, hey, David, where would you be without me? I'd be like, in a guy or somewhere. You want to know, you know something funny? <laughs> Whenever it's time to uh, enroll in insurance for me or for the, even when it was just like me and her, I give all the paperwork to my wife. Yeah. She takes care of all of that. Uh, she did the life insurance policy. I know nothing. She keeps up with all of it. She knows your blood type. No, she doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't know my social security number, so I know her. So, so. Mm. I'm winning there. You are winning there. Yeah. Oh, man. Christian, dude. You're yeah. Thanks for on the pod thanks for having me i feel like we can do another whole episode with christian i think so too oh, i was not as vulnerable as i was prepared to be because none of those questions came up so there's a lot that it sounds like there's a lot left it was just fun hearing about your life man yeah i'm like, a talker so once i gar- start going it's hard to shut up yeah we didn't cry today i'm a little set- upset about that well i can I- to cry once we get off this mic I would like to keep my face intact. Yeah. He's going to start throwing some elbows. No, no I'm not talking about it. <laughs> I feel like it was just really like, it, it, you're just so unique in the fact that like, you just went and tried a bunch of different sports. And even like when you had a family, you're like, I'm going to try this MMA thing. Like I'm going to give it a shot. And it, it's just honestly also so cool to hear about like your wife and like, she just will fight for you and care for you. And she's a boss. It's, it's really, you've experienced a lot in your life for being as young as you are. And I think that's, we were joking earlier about wisdom and stuff, (laughs) but I think, I mean, it's there. Peepaw. 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 I'm going to start calling you that now. (laughs) Yep. Peepaw. Peepaw's here. Peepaw. Peepaw Christian. (laughs) I mean, I am the younger old person in most of your classes in the evening so it's, it goes like what 50s that is true christian right here on the cusp in between like in between scott 50s to christian it's like me it's scott joe oh uh, stop calling out all the old people <laughs> then it's me all three of us are 
cranky, creaky old hips. <laughs> cranky, creaky old hips. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for listening to the Get Body Podcast. We'll see you guys in two weeks.